Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 91 of the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends, passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, we got this show for you. That's right. That's right. Oh, I don't know why, but that was... Makes you lightheaded. It was, fuck, I didn't breathe through that, I guess. <sighs> yeah, take a sip of oxygen. <sighs> sure, that was obnoxious. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, hit me with another, actually. Yeah, you're solid, man. Do me a favor. Give me one of those again. Yeah. <laughs> no, this week, uh, we did not go see Napoleon. Uh-uh. Uh, just, I just didn't happen. Yeah, timing didn't work out for us. Schedules work. Schedule conflicts. I did want to mention, though, you know, last week I was talking about Ridley Scott being like, fuck you nerds, whenever he was like, this isn't historically accurate. I saw a fucking headline where he's like, apparently it's getting pretty rough reviews in France. And he basically is like, what the fuck do they know? And he was like, he was like, the French fucking hate themselves anyways. And it's just like, they they aren't a fair guess on whether this is good or not. And he was like, this guy's a sore loser. Yeah. It was. The fuck does their own country know? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a fucking nerds. Yeah. All right, Ridley, just chill out, man, yeah. and just sit down. Yeah. But uh, just so take in, the L. All yeah, directors, take the, yeah. take. You're, you should be used to taking the L at this point. Yeah. Um, you got Northman. Yeah. What? That wasn't him. No, that was. Uh, oh my god. Who was it? Same guy who made a uh, barbarian. The guy that made Barbarian is the guy from Whitest Kid You Know. <laughs> it's the same guy that did The Lighthouse and. Yeah, he did. And North Goat. Yeah. Is, that's what I'm saying. But that guy did not do Barbarian. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I got you. I thought you were saying none of them were tied in. I was like, those no, are no, no, three no, different no. directors? No, I was saying, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm following. Yeah, you're with me. Northman Lighthouse and yeah, uh, the yeah. uh, not Devil. Um, the Witch. Yeah, The Witch. I could only. I was like Goat, Goat, the Goat movie. The Goat. <laughs> he's a Goat, and he's doing Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, so we pivoted this week. We are going to talk about worlds. Like, I don't know how you want to phrase when worlds that. Worlds collide. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. No, just worlds in general that we want to see more of. So whether it be from a comic, a game, a book, a movie. Did I miss anything? TV? Did I say TV? No. no book, comic, TV, video game. Yeah. Just if there's a world where, you're, like last week we talked about our affinity for, uh, we really thought the concept of the Hunger Games was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I, I would I would go see another Hunger Games movie. Even if it had nothing to do with Katniss. With either, yeah, with Katniss or with Ooh. Snow. You know, it didn't have to be a continuation of either of those stories. Like we talked about, yeah, whether it just be Hamish's games where... You know, he killed, like, fucking... Well, I mean, obviously, he didn't single-handedly kill 47 people. You say Hamish's game. <laughs> He's the one behind it. Yeah. The, his, He's running that shit. Yeah, it's his. It's all his game. No, but the the year that he was in it. Because mm-hmm. um, you figure, yeah, there was two boys and two girls from each district his year, so he had to fight potentially 47 other people. Which, and, that would be super cool to see happen. And I believe, I don't know if it comes up in the movie, but in the book of Catching Fire... Katniss sees a clip of his games being replayed, mm-hmm. and he wins by like, I, I if I'm remembering correctly, if it was his game, um, he throws an axe off this cliff, and it like ricochets off the force field, 
That's because, you know, catching fire, that's when they're worried about the force fields and all that. And it bounces. He purposely throws it at the shield, and it bounces back and hits the fucking kid in the head. And she's like, Jesus. Damn. Um, Yeah, and so it is that weird thing of, like, because, you know, you see him as a middle-aged dude with a drinking problem, you know? And you're like, I mean, he's killed at least one person. And there's a reason why he's got a drinking problem. Right, yeah, it's because of the games. And to be the only living victor before her and Peta. Yeah. You know, so he's kind of alone out on that part of town anyway because they get, like, the victor row. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, in the news, we're going to talk about uh, a new writing staff for uh, Avengers King Dynasty. Um, Jeff Keeley did a Q&A about the Game Awards, and there was a couple of tidbits in there that I thought was worth mentioning. The Tony Todd, the voice actor behind uh, Venom, Gave us some info that may hint towards future things. Hmm. Uh, and then Dave Filoni got a pretty big promotion hey, over at uh, Lucasfilm. Getting a new Karate Kid movie. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, then this one's more of like a editorial piece, but it's something that I thought was worth bringing up. Uh, Guillermo del Toro kind of jumped on the bandwagon with Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. uh, on the whole thing of physical media in a digital media age mm-hmm. and how important it is to like still buy the physical version of things. Yeah. And I thought, I, I want to jump in on that. I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready, we'll just... Uh, Let's start from the top. Fucking... From the top. Make it drop. Let me take a sip. A sap. I had farts that sound like that. Here's a... <laughs> They're just fighting and fizzing their way out. God, why isn't it fizzing? <laughs> If your farts aren't f- <laughs> if your farts fizz out, let us know. Send us an email. <laughs> yeah, let us <laughs> simply know. one mail bag. We'd at love gmail. to hear from you. So obviously, Avengers King Dynasty is up in the air with uh, you know wondering what the hell they're going to do with Jonathan Majors. You know, because we got the two separate courts, right? You know, we got the courtroom where it's still pending on what's going on with his assault charges and things like that. But then there's a court of public opinion where he's pretty much been found guilty. <laughs> Oh, has so, he really? In the court of public opinion, is what I'm saying. Where everybody is like, yeah, he did it. Yeah. You know, Whether he did or not, we don't know through the court of law, but everybody else is like, he's a wife beater or whatever, and Disney shouldn't have him on the job. And so Disney's in a really weird spot of like, you don't want to overreact. We just signed a contract with this dude for a long time. <laughs> we literally cast him in a role that that character's name is the name right. of a movie that we've got coming up as our next Avengers film. Uh, and so they're in a really weird position, which I think is why they're doing a wait and see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause they're like, all right, we gotta, <laughs> we really got to bide our time on this and see how this pans out. But in the meantime, do you just sit around and not write that movie? No, you still gotta make it. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if they write in a potential option for a recast or cause also you're dealing with multiverse. He could be a Kang variant that doesn't look exactly like Jonathan Majors. True. I've seen a lot of people saying, um, John Boyega, because they look similar enough. In uh, like John Boyega typically has that shorter haircut like that, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like all right, well, and John Boyega is a decent actor, so it's like, all right, get him in there. Sure. But again, Disney has not talked about recasting at all. Why don't they just get like someone who looks super similar to him, like Vin Diesel? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the spitting image. I generally get those two confused so, a lot, a lot of times. Yeah, like, it's I like remember, a, it's a real Gary Busey, Nick Nolte thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember when we first. <laughs> Saw Ant Man Quantumania. I was like, yo, I didn't know Vin Diesel was in this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just the the Kang Coliseum. And yeah. I'm like, Yo. <laughs> look at all these Vin Diesels. <laughs> all this petrol just sitting around. <laughs> There's just too much diesel. Think of the fumes. Um, anyway, the pacifier. The <laughs> so, like, is that Jonathan Majors? It's a, it's a crossover. Yeah, yeah, you're watching the pacifier. Now, you know what my favorite role of Jonathan Majors is? Mm. The last witch hunter. That that real under the radar movie. Uh, where he plays a, a witch hunter in like a Dungeons and Dragons inspired world, and Riddick. I don't remember that one. You don't know Riddick? <laughs> it, it's a Vin Diesel movie. Oh. <laughs> they both were. You know what Jonathan Majors movie I really like? Fast and Furious. Triple X. From from now on, we just gotta only refer to Jonathan Majors movies as <laughs> Vin, Vin Diesel movies and vice versa. Jonathan Majors playing group. Most yeah. woke shit I've ever yeah. seen. I can't believe <laughs> Little known fact, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> little known fact, Jonathan Majors voiced the Iron Giant. <laughs> I love that. Now it's just anything that Vin Diesel's done, whether it be voice work or not. <laughs> They're basically the same person. I've never seen both of them in the same room. That's all yeah, I gotta that's say. All I, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Stupid. Vin Diesel is Jonathan, is Jonathan Majors. Majors. Alter egos. <laughs> that's how he's getting his acting roles. <laughs> oh, you know, for his age, Vin Diesel got in really good shape for Creed Three. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He was jacked. Anyways, uh, Deadline is reporting that Loki season one writer, uh, Michael Waldron, who's kind of credited as the creator of Loki, Mm -hmm. obviously the show, not the character, is going to be writing uh, basically the rewrite of Kang, uh, I almost said Kang Dynasty, Kang Dynasty. Uh, So it gives me a little bit of hope because Loki season one, smash. Loki season two, he didn't have anything to do with, but they laid the groundwork, so. Smash. But I do hope that you haven't finished Loki yet, have you? Mm-mm. Dude, what the fuck? You've had time. Yeah. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> you know how it be. You know what it is. Uh, so I'm about to just start spoiling it because there's a lot of stuff that I keep having to dance around. Okay. But I won't do that to you today. But next week, it's fair game. <laughs> That's fair. Fair game. Uh, no, there's a lot of things that tie in with like Kang and Loki that I wonder if maybe that's a good sign that they're getting the writer from Loki to go make the King Dynasty movie. Because mm-hmm. there are some hints, like, towards the end of Loki, towards, like, the King Dynasty stuff. Sure. Um, but not as much as you would suspect for the fact that the end of the first season was, like, you fucking meet the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and the start of the second season is, like, he's back. Right. We got to stop him from coming back. The series doesn't dwell on that in the second season, which was strange for me, but it did make me wonder if it had anything. I don't know how far it was in production when all that happened with uh, Jonathan Majors. I feel like it was probably pretty well done. I, was, I figured it'd probably be so, so it might be a happy coincidence that like Jonathan Majors is in it, but not as often as you would think he might be. Sure. Um, but I do wonder, like, okay, how are they going to tie that in? Because without giving too much away, at the end of Loki season two, 
they do manage to somewhat resolve it so that the multiverse can still exist. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's this whole thing of like, oh, well, now we got to go back and trim all the branches because otherwise Kang's going to come back. Right. And they think they maybe find a way to patch that up, right? Obviously, with the Kang Dynasty movie coming up, that's not going to work out. Right. But it does <laughs> not. Not around here, partner. <laughs> not around here, partner. It's just, <laughs> just Vin here. Diesel. Not around here, partner. Not around here. When I say Vin Diesel, I mean Jonathan yeah, Majors. Yeah. But just, just for the for the record, if this was a comic book, that'd be an asterisk, and then there'd be a little footnote at the bottom. <laughs> this is tough because you, have, you haven't watched Loki. But yeah, basically, shit's happened at the end of Loki that takes Loki out of the story, but also keeps the multiverse intact. And I do wonder if they might bring Loki back in some fashion in Kang Dynasty, which would be helpful to have the guy that wrote the first season mm-hmm. on staff to go. All right, you kind of have a vibe for that character in that show. Right, right. Put him in here in some way. Yeah. How's he going to work? Yeah. Because, like, they they did a good old-fashioned, same thing they do with Loki every time he has a quote-unquote ending. They leave him in a spot where he's fucking Loki, the god of mischief, dude. He could come back. Right. You know? Or that could also be he's his ending. He's died four times. Right, yeah. Or, or that could be his ending, and you'd still be like, okay, yep. But all of that to say... <laughs> I hope it works out because I just I want it to be good. I would just I miss Marvel, man. We did get a weird like nothing. Tra- I mean, it's not a nothing trailer. We got like a teaser trailer of sorts for Agatha. I forget what they're even calling it now. House of Chaos, House of Harkness, Covenant of Chaos. That's had like four titles now. Yep. House of Darkness. I don't remember. But either way, House of Vin Diesel. <laughs> House of Diesel. She did uh, Father the Son in the House of Diesel. She did get... Uh, I'm just completely losing my train of thought thinking about Vin Diesel as Agatha Harkness now. Just, I always get Catherine Hahn and Vin Diesel mixed up. You know, Anne Hathaway and Vin Diesel. <laughs> you know, in Step Brothers, when John C. Riley is fucking the shit out of Vin Diesel in the bathroom... Uh, I can't stay golden, Tony boy. Yeah. Like you can't forget it. Yeah, like that's like the back of my hand. Anyways, no, uh, they they put out like a feature out of like the making of behind the scenes, whatever is happening, but didn't really show as much. And it's just a weird series where I wonder how much it's actually gonna like matter. That sounds mean, but I don't see her being a big player because mm-hmm. they kind of took Wanda off the board. Agatha felt like a pretty natural enemy for Wanda. Yeah. But Agatha, to our knowledge, is... Just trapped in... Uh, Hexville or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck was that place called? Um, West Point. No, that's a military academy. Uh, Yale? Vin no. Dieselopolis? Yeah. <laughs> she was stuck on the planet from Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> thought the fucking table was going down. Um... No, either way, yeah, she was basically put in like magic prison mm-hmm. by Wanda, and so it's like, all right, so she's kind of out of the ta- out of you know out of the cards. Wanda's definitely out of the cards because the Marvel like encyclopedia or whatever has her classified as dead after yeah. the end of uh, Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. Madness. Now, I I go by comic book rules. We didn't see her die, uh-uh. so she's done. She's not dead. Yeah, but at this point, maybe that version of her is sure. Um, but then like, we also have that weird thing again, it's that weird Marvel problem where I feel like they're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. We had the weird ending of, um, 
Multiverse of Madness after the credits with um, what's her nuts? Charlie's Theron showing up and being like, "Yo, I got fucking weird hair. Let's get into the dark place." And he's like, "Big uh, bet, I got a good. big bet. I got a third eye." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Bet." And then they just went in. But, but, and so I don't know if that's gonna play anything into, you know, House of Harkness, Covenant Chaos, House of Chaos. I have to forget about uh. Gosh, what's her name from Feeding Mul- the Dogs? Multiverse of Madness. America Chavez. Yeah. 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 Like she was able just to She punched holes through the multiverse. That's it. Like that's <laughs> that, cool, but like, I like it. That's, it. that's it. She could just at will travel through the multiverse. I mean to really boil it down for Multiverse of Madness, they're like, We're just gonna punch our way through until we get you back to your place and they punch themselves through three multiverses. Yeah. That were basically all the same. Yeah. And there was one that we got to see that was paint, and then it was like, all right, we're here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we saw flashes of a shit ton of them. Yeah. And then they hung out. Nothing. Hung out one that was the same, and then went to one that was like, had been destroyed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I wasn't impressed with that movie. It's not what you said at the time. No, I mean, even at it, I was like, I wasn't that big of a fan, and you were grilling on me about it then. At the time, you said overwhelmed. Yeah, but I remember even saying on the podcast we talked about like I wasn't that. Yeah. It wasn't. What, it wasn't what we thought it was going to yeah. be. I just don't want you pulling the old internet thing if something's good and then you get enough influence from outside and then you go, no, it's bad. Actually, no. I mean, I even said during the thing like the yeah. scene with the musical notes really just didn't do it for me, and I was like, that yeah. didn't feel like that. Well, it just didn't do it for me. No. Yeah. When I even said then the same thing with the the multiverse jumping, I was like, they went yeah, to, they they went to three and then that's it. Right. Yeah, because it's that weird thing of like, but also if they hadn't spent time in any of them, and we're like, we're going to show you 20 universes in this two-hour movie, you'd be like, I just couldn't get a grip on, on what they were doing. You know what I mean? The complaint would be the opposite then. I'm not saying it has to be like 20 minutes on each one, but if like you spend like five minutes of them just walking around, but well, I don't think this is it. Yeah. And go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, give us a weird, like a montage. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> just shit your pants. So, uh, speaking of things you haven't finished, Tony Todd, who voiced Venom, he said that only ten uh, percent of his Venom dialogue that he recorded was used in Marvel Spider-Man Two, which has a lot of people wondering if they're doing like a Venom DLC. Because mm-hmm. you figure for the first Spider-Man game, they did DLC with um, Black Cat. Yeah, you didn't play as Black Cat, but you played with mm-hmm. alongside her, mm-hmm. um, and maybe with her, um, and yeah, you know, up against Tombstone. And I would like to see Venom again because you do. I did spoil that for you, didn't I? That you do play him for a minute. Yeah. Um, and so that was pretty dope, and that made a lot of people also think, okay, maybe they are going to do something with Venom you because they <laughs> because they gave him like a fight style and a control, you know, where you here's how you play as Venom. And then you only play as him for that one bit. Mm-hmm. And so it did feel like, well, why did they spend the time working on all these controls just for one fight? Yeah. I, I bet they are doing a DLC or just a whole ass game. That'd be dope as fuck. Just give me a Venom game. Make it fucking M-rated. Let's see him eat people. Yeah. Let's see him fuck people. Hmm? I don't think he does. 
<laughs> Venom or Vin Diesel? It's <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> Vin Diesel is everybody. I just like the idea of looking at a movie poster and it's just everyone on it is Vin Diesel. It's like Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> just everyone's bald-headed ass. <laughs> just the egg in a vest. Uh, Got a hard v-neck. <laughs> yeah. No, he's in a fucking wife beater. He's <laughs> yeah, in an A-shirt. Right. Yeah. He's just fucking uh, family. <laughs> <sighs> and he's like, I don't know, man. It's just fucking bizarre. Those movies aren't good anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they have weird ebbs and flows where overall they're bad movies. Yep. But then there's some that are good. And you're like, now wait a minute. Why am I really enjoying this movie right now? <laughs> and then you just watch the next one. And you go, fuck. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. You're like, someone say family. <laughs> Get out of here, Ben. Anyways, yeah. So old Tony Todd, maybe he's got fucking loose lips and they're going to have to assassinate him. I guess it's not Disney. You know what I mean? They don't have people following him to his car, but. Right. Well, that we know of. That we know of. Right. Just chilling. Fiddling. Fiddling. Fucking Dave Filoni. Yeah. Dude with the cowboy hat. Yeah. Made the Clone Wars. Yep. And uh, Rebels. Yep. And Ahsoka. Yep. And he was played a part in uh, The Mandalorian. Yep. And uh, The Bad Batch. Yep. And uh, I'm missing one. Boba Fett. Yep. Book of Boba Fett. Yep. That was a stinker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure was. Was there, is there another show that I'm missing? <clears throat> The Ballad of Diesel. Vin Diesel. I don't think he worked on that one. Okay. Either way, pretty good. That was Jonathan Majors. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> get, get him mixed up all my the fault. time. My fault. You can see how I, I mean, look at him side <laughs> by side there. Yeah, you can see how. <laughs> you can I, see how I made that slip up. <laughs> I mean, you hold them side by side, I'd think they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Is like, that it's the old office meme, you know, show us the difference between these two <laughs> pictures. They're the same picture. Uh, no, Dave Filoni got promoted big time to chief creative officer. CFO. Lucasfilm. CCO. I don't C- know. Right. <laughs> C- creative, chief creative officer, CFO. <laughs> Nope. Chief. <laughs> you just heard oh, of there's the F. <laughs> there was an F in that word. CFO. That's where the F comes from in CFO. No, do you know what CFO stands for? Chief Financial. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if anybody else, in, like, Chief Creative Officer may be a role that was invented. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously all roles are invented, blah, 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 philosophy. But <laughs> we currency only has meaning because we assign it value. That's Anyways. Right. Time is a man-made construct. <laughs> well, no, time exists. The way we experience it is different. Bingo. Time's the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. And we're a third-dimensional being. Mm-hmm. That's why we've experienced it in a straight line. A linear. Yep. Anyways, yeah, so Vanity Fair was the one that kind of cracked the news open. was like, yo, fucking Dave Filoni. <laughs> Baby. Baby. So in the past here, he says, this is old David Filoni saying, quote, in the past, in a lot of projects, I would be brought into it. I would see it after it had already been developed a good ways. Uh, in this new role, it's opened up to basically everything that's going on. Uh, he added that when we're planning the future of what we're doing now, I'm involved at the inception phase. So we'd kind of talked about this back when The Mandalorian had done well. That like, you know what? Put this guy a little higher up the Star Wars chain. Yeah. Because um, also, if you like listen to him talk, 
he gives me the vibes that like <laughs> you know how like allegedly Henry Cavill annoyed the hell out of the people on the Witcher set because he was such a fan. Yeah, that feels like Dave Filoni to me. <laughs> Good. That like every yeah exactly that everybody's like. Okay, Dave, you know, like, I know we're making a Star Wars show here, but do you talk about anything other than Star Wars? And he's like, like, why would I do that? <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Um, why would I do that? But like, he's got this weird, it's almost like a, a, a royal line of secession, like, or succession, where like, <laughs> he was handpicked by, da- by uh, George Lucas to mm-hmm. make the Clone Wars. And so it's like, I mean... He's the guy. Like he, yeah. George trusted he's, this man. He's Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. like He's been touched by God. Yeah. I'm the guy you know? who uh, you call him to fix problems. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, to listen to him talk, he, like, has a very deep, like, this man loves Star Wars. And, like, unabashedly loves, he enjoys the prequels, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so it's like. <laughs> well, I'm, I enjoy the prequels. This I like the first one and the third one. Yeah, he, he likes all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the first one overall is not that great. Uh, it's pretty boring. It's got some good stuff in it. I like the pod racing. Sure. That's one part. That's <laughs> pod racing. So he likes all of them, even the prequels. Um, even Camino? What'd you call me? Yeah, no, he likes all of it. I mean, granted, I'm sure there's stuff in there that he would have done differently. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's like, no, wait a minute. I don't know if I like this guy anymore. Uh, now, I do think this means that we'll probably see a lot more Ahsoka, which is cool and not, where it's like... I want something fresh. She's She is the character that he created, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I bet he's probably going to want to give her some, as much screen time as he can, but also yeah. make something new. Let's see yeah. some old Republic also, shit. Also, we got seven animated seasons of her, and then more in Rebels, and then a show on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And she's probably going to show up in the movie oh hard that's uh i don't think it's been confirmed to be uh heir to the empire but it's gonna be heir to the empire i'm curious what do you think star wars gonna do next after like moving forward i don't know because i know that like um like are they gonna make something after the sequels like is it potentially well so you figure we've got that movie with daisy ridley that does take place after um the rise of skywalker that she, uh, they announced when they announced all the, like, the beginning of the force and all that, different shows and mm-hmm. movies and stuff. And she just recently was talking about how she didn't want to do another Star Wars thing. Like, she was kind of <laughs> not yeah necessarily. Let's go ahead and just bury this thing here. Yeah, right. But then she said, like, the story that they brought to her was totally not what she had expected, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they were like, hey, you want to come back and do Star Wars? And she's like, let me, I'll read it. Yeah. You know, because money... You know, yeah. but then she was like, oh, now, wait a minute. Like, actually, I'm OK with this because it's supposed to be an older Ray, but obviously not like we're not going to get like old lady Ray. I don't right. Think. Maybe um, like in her 40s. Right. Yeah. Where she's been doing it for a minute, know, a minute 20 you, years. Right. Because you figure she's about 19 or 20 mm-hmm. in The Force Awakens. And so, yeah, give her another 20 years and you could put some gray hair and Daisy yeah. Ridley and yeah. put some wrinkles on she, her face. She's not a Jedi either. She's right. Well. What is that? Uh, somewhere in between. She yeah. got her yellow crystal. Yeah, well, yeah, because she fucking thought Skywalker she, thought she killed fucking Chewie. Yeah, dude, that was one of my biggest gripes with that movie was how quick they were like, "Oh no, here's a consequence," but don't worry, we fixed it. Yeah. Where you're like, "My God, she just fucking blew Chewie up," and then they're like, "No, he was in another ship," and then they're like, "C3PO is gonna have to wipe his memory," but don't worry, he has it actually. Yeah, that and I was like, like, "Holy fuck, C3PO." 
I oof, I was pretty bummed when I was like C three PO. I was like, because he's so fucking annoying. But I was like, but damn, he knows everything. Everything that had happened. I yeah. mean, all the way up to yeah, he and R two. Yeah, from the original prequels. Yeah, you know, so like, damn, all that is just gone. Yeah. But then it's like, then they're like uh, <laughs> you thought, <laughs> yeah, we thought, what is it? It's gonna be like French Montana. <laughs> that was C three PO. Yeah, that, that was three PO. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, it's not the most surprising thing in the world. It feels like a pretty natural progression for him to become much more important to the creative process of Star Wars. Talking about these female leads. <laughs> We gotta get some more masculinity in the You know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what we haven't had enough of in the world? (laughs) Male leads. Male leads. We need them. Yeah. Miss them. (laughs) When do we want them? The worst. (laughs) Yeah, what do we want? Men Men. in power. When do we want it? Right now. (laughs) It's a shame that we also have to go. That is jokes. Yeah, that is a joke. Um, But... uh, and then you have to double back and go, I don't mean it's a shame because it's a shame that we have to tell you that. I mean, it's a shame that people like that exist so you could easily mistake us for thinking we're that. We're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like physically. Like, I was going to say, like, like, we're, we're when we're gonna... done recording, yeah. we're going to go commit violence. <laughs> Random acts of violence. Like punching people on the train. <laughs> what is it from the Joker? <laughs> it just shoots the three dudes, dudes in cold blood <laughs> and then just dances in the bathroom. That's going <laughs> to yeah. be us. <laughs> I was going to be in my fucking tidy whities going <laughs> like a fucking crab. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> putting clown makeup on. <laughs> Dancing down some stairs. People are looking at me like, what the fuck? What is this guy talking about? And I'm just like, now everything's funny. <laughs> you know? What's the matter, Murray? <laughs> It's like, you kill those three guys and you think that's funny? I do, and I'm tired of pretending that it's not. Tired of people pretending that it's not. Is that a fucking ad? Yeah, it is. What the fuck? You chump. (laughs) (laughs) Just the fuck. I'm just (laughs) smearing makeup on, dyeing my hair. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Killing people with cold blood. And we're just sucking my... (laughs) You know how fucking... How goddamn skinny Joaquin is. I'm the opposite of that. (laughs) I am the antithesis to skinny Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. Oh. <laughs> you know how the Joker was inspired by the King of Comedy? Like the movie The Joker was inspired by the movie The King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the Burger King of Comedy. <laughs> Just the Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> now that's my dick. <laughs> Oh, the Burger King is here to serve up the Whopper, you know. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember, fucking remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, not liking how many women there are in power. Oh, yeah. Back on <laughs> Oh, brother. Yeah, don't get me started. No. No, for legal reasons. That's all a joke. And not even for legal reasons. We don't believe that. I would like to see a... Um, the know, main a bit of uh, not good. Yeah, like Star Wars. Like I'd like to yeah. see something like that. You know, you know what? Our topic of today yeah, kind of fits with recent Star Wars. Yeah, where the world is vastly more interesting than. Yeah, what well, we've I mean, been do getting. we just want to hop into that? Because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Was well, I mean, we still got news. Okay, well, let's finish so that. We'll put a pin in that. Yeah, we'll put a pin in this. Yeah, write that down. Oh shit! You ain't got the notebook. Oh my 
No fucking Google. Write it on your phone or something, man. Because we forget stuff. You good? Oh, <laughs> Brad, I thought you stubbed your toe somehow. I'm like, how the fuck did you manage that? You're sitting down. <laughs> I stubbed my toe. So, fucking new Karate Kid movie on the way with Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio both. Yep. Who would have thunk that those two movies took place in the same world? Not I. I thought it was just straight up a reboot, you know, Mm-mm. with all. Now, I do wonder if we're going to fucking see all, uh, what the fuck's his goddamn name? His dad's Will Smith. J- Jaden J- Smith. No, we're not. You don't think so? No. I saw something where they came out and they said that they're looking for a karate yeah, kid. Yeah, they're looking. You can, yeah. You can. You can fucking, I, I should send in a tape. <laughs> it's like the katana guy like in the backyard slicing bottles of water he's got a big gallon i just got a, bo- a board that i have clearly cut almost entirely the way through and i just fucking punch it and it hurts my hand <laughs> ah! i'm like pick me to be your karate kid and i'm wearing like a fucking white bathrobe and i <laughs> put a just a leather belt on so it looks like i've got a black belt <laughs> You <laughs> can still see the buckle on it. Uh, uh, it's clearly a hotel robe. It's got the logo on, you know? It's like Hilton, you yeah, know? Just, just his best Western. My you know? Motel 6. It's fucking tattered and dirty. <laughs> just got stains that you don't know where they came from. Is that shit or coffee? And you're like, yes. <sighs> but anyways, yes, I'm going to be your next karate kid. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Wearing a fucking fedora. <laughs> How are you going to change this into the Dragon Warrior? <laughs> How? Tell me! So. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Like you said, um, they're just on the fucking, they're doing like a talent search for fucking the next Karate Kid, which I think is pretty dope. I just hope that like. A part of me, a part of me is nervous about that. Yeah, because you're like cashing a pretty wide net. Well, it's kind of like. If a guy wasn't even like this, this could be played by who or whatever. That just makes me think like, how much character development is in the is for that character? Whoever's playing the new Karate Kid. How do you mean? Do you know how acting works? Yeah, I know, (laughs) but like that's how the casting call is. Where they're like, we're gonna write this role and then find somebody that can play that role. Most most of the time, most movies aren't written like I'm writing this for Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> like a fucking creaky door <laughs> that was what do you think it was yeah hello <laughs> what was that what was that i don't know what that was i'm scared that wasn't me guys i gotta go <laughs> she just <laughs> hello <laughs> but no um yeah fucking send in your tapes kids you could be the next karate kid Audition tapes. Yeah. For the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's next? Yeah, send, <laughs> send tapes to yourself for Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan to watch. <laughs> of you doing karate, of course. <laughs> what is it from Fun's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Frank's on stage and you just cannot <laughs> seem to get over the fact that. <laughs> All the kids are going to go that way, and I'm going to go this way. way. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Get off me. (laughs) You got to pay the troll. (laughs) Troll. So, the thing I did want to talk about. 
yeah, fucking Guillermo del Toro and Christopher Nolan have both been like, hey, fucking buy the DVDs of our movies and don't rely on streaming services to see your stuff. Yeah, which we've talked about before. We've gotten to the conversation. Yeah. Uh, we're like, because like Christopher Nolan straight up was like, don't watch Oppenheimer on streaming. Mm-mm. Buy First of all, I'm, I've been in the editing bay with the team putting together the Blu-ray to make sure that like, it sounds and looks as best as it can at home. Yeah. Because it was a movie made for the theater. Yeah. You know, so how can we adapt that to the screen in the best way possible? He's like, that's not how it works on streaming. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, so the best home version of Oppenheimer will be the Blu-ray that we put out. Yeah. And streaming services can just change their mind and yeah. just take stuff down. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. It's going away, you know, Netflix leaving soon, huge, yeah. you know. And then you've got like, you're like, oh, is that on Netflix? I know it used to be. I watched it. Let yeah. me and you search where to find it. And it's like, uh, oh, no, nowhere. it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Right. Well, and you figure, look at us with 28 Days Later. How yeah. hard it was to find yeah. that. You know, I mean, we were like, holy shit, we found it on Amazon. We bought it as quick mm-hmm. as we could. And now we own it and we don't have to worry about that ever again. Right. If we hadn't found that, that movie essentially disappeared. That's scary. Yeah. And so that's kind of what they were talking about. It was like, you know, as like, you know, <laughs> Fedora, you know. Movies are art, you know, they're an expression of art. If that art only exists as like an intangible, you know, like it's not real. Yeah. And it can just and it can just disappear and then it's gone. And you know, the idea of art is that it's supposed to far outlive the person that creates Mm it. And if it doesn't actually exist, it it can't. Right. And so I thought that was a pretty interesting I'm with that. Same with like video games, movies and stuff like that. I always prefer to buy the, the the disc version. Disc version. Yeah, the physical copy. And, like, books are a really good example of that, where it's, like, the double-edged sort of technology of, like, I could write a book and publish it on Amazon, you know, and maybe that's how I get my big break. But also, if every book I've ever written is only in digital copy and then you Amazon down. goes away for some reason, I don't have anything to show for it. Right. You know? Or, like, a, a very personal example. I've, all of my wedding photos only exist as digital copies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, the photo that was taken was a digital photo, you know? It was uploaded onto a computer, edited, uploaded onto a drive. I downloaded it. It's on a drive. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if, if that drive is crashes, corrected. luckily I've got, like, four backups of it because of that very thing. But still, like, yeah. I don't think it'd be bad to print them off. Yeah, to print them all out and just have a photo album um, or that way. You know, I mean, I guess it's the same thing of, like, the Lighthouse of Alexandria burning down. Or the, the Library of mm-hmm. Alexandria burning down. No, Library in Athens. That's yeah. what I'm trying to think of. Burning down. And, you know, who knows what was there. I don't know, man. The so idea of saying... loss of information is scary to me. I don't know why. Mm. You know, the idea that, like, could you figure, for before us, like, before, like, the last 400 years or so, Technology wasn't a straight line. Like, progress oh, wasn't God, a straight no. line. There was dips. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at Rome. And then after the Roman Empire, there was the Dark Ages. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, now wait a minute. These people had currency and cement. And now there's people like that don't even know they existed. Mm-mm. And it's like, that's, that's scary. Yeah. And the idea of something like that being possible is uh, unsettling. But, uh, you know, put your tinfoil hats on, kids. They're coming for you. Humans always prevail. Yeah. Who I do? 
Nature. You know who you know who always prevails? Nature. Nature. Mother Nature always finds yep. a way. The world was here before us and she'll be here after. Well, not at the rate we're keeping her at. Well, no. The world will survive, just not in its current state. No. You know, it'll change and we'll not be able that's the thing when people talk about the world ending, <laughs> it's that we're doing damage to the planet that makes it so that we can't live here. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, after time it'll be back. Yeah, it'll fix itself. We just won't have survived what we did to it. How long do you think it would take Earth to heal itself if we make it like to the point where it's like, oh, we can't live here anymore? I don't know. I mean, you figure the universe works on a total different time clock, you know, on a total different calendar than we do. Yeah. You know, for us, we work on like <laughs> 24 hours a day, you know. The Earth is fucking 5 billion years old. Right. You know. She's still a young girl. Right. So, who knows, man. I, I, I don't know why we got deep about that, but. Fucking hopping in. Yeah. So, you want to start with Star Wars since that was the one that we got? Yeah. So, for Star Wars, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting to see a bit more of the world mm-hmm. than, like, the Skywalker saga. Right. You know? And so, like, I want to be able to see... It doesn't have to be, like, Force-sensitive. Right. But someone who's just kind of morally... More like an Andor? Kind of. But, not, again, it's like his whole thing yeah, is, is... is wrapped up in that. Right. And so I want to see... more in that style. Yeah, stuff where... The Empire's like, they kind of got my back with some of this shit, right? And then, like, yeah. so with some of the rebellion, you know, st- maybe stuff that doesn't work out, right? And just kind of yeah. being able to see the opposite end of that and maybe right. kind of, like, the mix between the two. Yeah. Um, just like Geographically, this. I'd like to see, like, the uncharted regions, you know? Mm-hmm. Show me parts of space that we haven't seen. Yeah. You know? Go outside of Imperial territory. You figure that's where Thrawn... Is was you know, or is he still in the? Oh, technically not anymore. Okay, yeah, because I didn't watch Ahsoka, so I know that he shows up for like the last two episodes, but I didn't finish it. No, I need to. But yeah, no <sighs> Thrawn. Now that he's back and everything like that, and yeah, he's no longer on the outer rim. Yeah, I like, I like it on the outer rim. Don't we all? <laughs> You know, just, yeah, something, that'd be cool, too, even just to see, like, some planets where it's, like, they're, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, developed, but, like, we'll see planets that are out there, and they're, like, they're not even sentient. Yeah. So, I'd like to see a a planet, maybe it's, like, just normal. Yeah. And they're, they're like, what's the Empire? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I've never heard of them. A planet that has managed to, you know, achieve, like, you know, a pretty decent semblance of society Mm -hmm. with, you know, towns and cities. Yeah. But that just have no clue of yeah. what's going on in the yeah you know people coming up going like how the empire affect you guys and like the who the what yeah I don't know you know women's doing our own thing here man or the thought of like what if they've had their own you know I I would liken it to I'm gonna take it back to history but it's the same concept of like the thing you know and then not knowing the things you don't know so like. I compare it to, like, Europeans brushing up against the Mongols, you know, with Genghis Khan. Yeah. We're like, what if the imperial world is Europe and there's something in the Outer Rim that they don't even know about Yeah. that can just show up and smash through parts of, like, an imperial force? And then, like, who the fuck were these guys? Right. Yeah. And then they just disappear back into the uncharted areas. 
and you, maybe you never see them again. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a scary thought, right? Of like, same with the Europeans, where there's just this like this legend of these people that came down out of the mountains and fucked them and then left. Yep. Are they going to come back? You know? Then something like that would be oh, interesting yeah. of like seeing more developed areas outside like you talked about and that maybe they've got their own politics and stuff going on that... Or were there any worlds that the Empire came down to like, we're here to fuck shit up and they were like, no, you're, no, not. you're not. Yeah, and they got pushed back. Man, they're like, all right, better get out of here. And they Like figured, Finland against Russia and Germany. And they figured, like, yeah, we'll just leave them alone. Yeah. Like Finland held back Russia. They just didn't get invaded during World War II. Where's the kid with the the terminal illness in World War Z? Yeah, just <laughs> the, the the sea of zombies <laughs> rushing just around. rushing around them. Nah, I feel like I bring that movie up all the time, or that that story up all the time. Mm-hmm. But World War Z. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another good one. There's yeah. like the world around, especially it. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious about stuff like that more uh, with, like, the rural area. Mm-hmm. Like, how bad would it affect the rural, like... Yeah, like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like Montana. Yeah, right. French <laughs> Montana. Hey! Where you're in a state that... That state has less population than some of the largest cities in the yeah. country. Like you North Dakota. Like, yeah. You're like, I uh, mean... Who's out there? Yeah. and Not the, even real theory and, has it. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there. Mm-mm. I've never seen it. No. It's just on the map. Mm-mm. I just take their word for it. Hmm? I don't think so. Yeah, That's not how I operate. Pal. Yeah, there's Wake only, up, sheeple. As far as I know, there's only nine states in the great USA. Because I've been there. I've been to the whole two. Yeah, I've been to two of them. Yeah, so yeah. there's only two. It's real. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, no, the one that I thought of when we brought this up was um, the game Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Where, and I'd kind of talked to you about this on the way home. I guess we're sticking with a space theme for the first couple. But was that X Files? What was that? I'm trying to be. Um, no, the you know the way Mass Effect ends is like this life-threatening war for like all life in the Milky Way is won by the the life that exists. They defeat the Reapers. You want to wipe out all you know intelligent life. What happens after that? You yeah. know what I mean? And like. I could be out of base, off base, because like I played a little bit of Mass Effect Andromeda, which was like a spinoff game that they made. It was not very good, Mm-mm. and it does, to my knowledge, t- if I'm remembering correctly, take place after the Mass Effect games. And it's like a there was a long distance journey to the Andromeda galaxy, mm-hmm. and then it was supposed to be like Mass Effect, but in a whole new galaxy. Right. And like I said, it just didn't go well for them. It wasn't a good game, and so then they yeah. kind of just dropped that. That was the last Mass Effect game they've made. Um, but now they're working on the next Mass Effect. They keep teasing us. So I guess I'll get an answer to my question. Like, what happens after that? Like a 14-year-old boy at a dance, brushing up against you, teasing you. <laughs> teasing you like that, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you got to stop. <laughs> i got to go to the bathroom. i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> With your date and she's pushing up on you. Yeah. Fucking, they're playing a uh, little John in the back and you're over here <laughs> chubbing so fucking hard. It's the first slow song, and your you're, you're dripping like a fucking faucet in winter, dude. <laughs> Call you fucking Mister Coffee, bro. Yeah, with an automatic drip. <laughs> that is foul. You go to the bathroom, you have to fucking dab dry. My knees are. From- <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just got fucking with paper towels. Just trying to dab the tip and it's just stringy. (laughs) It's like fucking dog slobber. You're washing the inside of your undies out. (laughs) You're gone for like 40 minutes. You had to call an autumn one, just pitch them. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Time wasted for nothing. Just read like, fuck it. Fuck it. I got to get back out there. And like, you're stressing. The longer you're in there, you got the fucking nervous shits. I'm taking too long. She's going to think I was pooping. You're like, no, she's now worried about you. You've been gone so long that pooping isn't what she's concerned. I thought he was pooping, but he's been there. I'm going to go check on him. Sorry, I couldn't find the punch. In the punch bowl, and she's standing like three feet from it. <laughs> yeah, checking from the punch bowl, and she's Sorry, like, "Sorry, gonna find the punch bowl." <laughs> that one there. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a good thing we're right here. <laughs> you thirsty? I'm parched. Oh, if it was a snake, you know. Uh, if it was a snake, it'd have bit me. All right, like that actually sounds like fucking my high school years. <laughs> that's how smooth that was. You were smooth as butter. Frozen butter. <laughs> but no, Mass Effect. Yeah, pretty interesting world to me. I love all the lore. Because they did a really good job with that of like, there are several alien races in it. You know I mean? It's a very well thought out world right. of like. The universe even. Yeah, exactly. Of like, wow, there's, there's a lot of. And, and I love the idea that humanity is the most recent species to mm-hmm. gain that level of right. technology. So we're the young guys on mm-hmm. the block, you know, and there's political like issues between the other races that have, that are like a thousand years old. Yeah. You know? And so you're like, like there was actual genocide in, in the game that like one species committed upon another. And you just are like, you get to be the dumbass. It's like, why are you guys so mad at each other? Yeah, why you know, don't you like, guys like each other? You're like, well, they actually released a plague that makes it so that we only give birth to stillborn children. And you're like, I'll bet. Oh, word. All right. <laughs> Why'd they do that? Like, well, because we may have gotten a little out of hand and tried to dominate the universe. And you're like, oh, well, word. Okay. Right. And so I, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it is that you do get you do get the feeling of, you are new to this mm-hmm. and this has all been happening. Right. And again, it's that thing behind the veil of like, we're little old us on earth, you know, we can't even see the next star system very well. I feel like that's how it would be. It's yeah. Like if exactly. I don't think we would be the first ones. No. We're too fucking stupid and ignorant and selfish. Ignant. Ignant. But yeah, so that, that does really interest me. So I would like to see more stories in there that are good. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should give Andromeda another crack. Yeah. I'd like know. to play Mass Effect. Yeah. I'd like to play it with you, not like, no, 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 don't do that. But I just, I enjoy it, so I would like to like sit through it again. Mm-hmm. But. How about you? What's your next one? Uh, the, one of the big ones, which we started to talk about, Stephen. My God. So, so fucking sleepy, dude. So rude is what you are. Some motherfuckers going through <laughs> a tough time. Um, it's like the John Wick world. Apparently, yeah. the Continental is pretty good. I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I got a couple buddies who are watching it, and they were like, "Yo, <laughs> cut it ass. out!" So I really got to watch that. But yeah, like by by the last one, the last one was really good because we got to kn- know some new characters, like the tracker. 
Yeah, pretty dope. Which, like, I want a spinoff of him. Like, I want to yeah. see more about him. Yeah, and, like, I can't think of his... What was Donnie Yen's character's name? Uh, Jim? No. I don't know. Greg? No. No. Played by Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yes. Um. No, it was Donnie Yen. Are you sure? Are you... You're positive. Like, Google that real quick. <laughs> I'm not saying you're a liar. I just... I'm saying I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'd just be very surprised. That was it. Are you fucking with me right now? It's empty. Why? Because I was thirsty? No, not of that. Of that. Is that just the water? Yeah, just yeah. get the water, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was pointing at. I couldn't see it. Why well, couldn't I even see your dream? <laughs> I'll kill you. You stupid son of a bitch. French Montana. <laughs> But the Continental. <laughs> My God, no. Take that again. <laughs> continental. <laughs> Just fucking vomit the word Continental out. Continental. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pig. <laughs> so we. <laughs> yeah, I still get bitches. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen the? We having a hard time getting the hose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no. Nah. Nah. No, but uh, it's continental. Yeah, the continental. It looks really good. Um, apparently, Mel Gibson's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So the continental's not that good. <laughs> right there, you just immediately <laughs> double back. Uh, but no. So yeah, the continental I hear is pretty good. But I thought just the fourth one was really bad, and it's like as the movies progressively go on, like the. It's diminishing returns. I guess like one of John's biggest like perks is how mysterious he is. Yeah, but and that's I feel also like with, his biggest drawback as a character. As a main character. I feel like well there's like there's pros and cons to it, right? Like I feel like and they they got him both in the cons when they could have had him both in the pros. Yeah. Like with how mysterious he is, it was a con that they just like he has such this uh like a reputation. Yeah, being like just this fucking dude. He's the Baba Yaga. And then he's really not. Right. Like he's not doing anything outlandish. I mean, yeah, he is. Like nothing. Like, I don't know. He's I taking see, down entire crime. I want to see him fucking hiding in the rafters. <laughs> right. I want to see someone just walking. I want to see him look like a jaguar. And he's ah, you know, <laughs> from the top just <laughs> falling in. Just, <laughs> he just drops down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fucking. Strangling somebody, <laughs> but you know, like so. I want to see him do the old, uh, the old mystique, dick twist, the though. old grit dick twist. <laughs> Grab his dick and twist it. No, the old uh, mystique. Just <laughs> grab somebody with his blue succulent thighs and <laughs> crack their neck. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm trying to go out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> J Law, all at me. <laughs> Oh, that's your boy. Oh, that's your boy. It's your boy. I'll do anything for you. Skinny penis. <laughs> no, but so, um, yeah, all serious. Bill Skarsgård char- Bill Skarsgård's character uh, yeah. sitting at the high table. Yeah. Again, really cool. The politics of it, learning yeah. what's behind it. That sounds really cool. And John doesn't really dip into that. I think no. the farthest he dipped in with his blood oath in the second one, then he yeah. ends up just killing him. Killing him anyways. Yeah. To solve the problem. Yeah. Um, so I really wasn't too fond of that. And even like 
so I, mean, I guess like just trying to tie everything together. <clears throat> I know John was out of the game for what was it two years before his wife died, or was could it could be not even like it, not even two years like a year. I feel like it could have been longer than that. You think? Yeah. I'll, we'll have to come back. We'll have to circle yeah. back to this maybe another time. But for John, like, yeah, I, I didn't think it was that for too long for him to finally be out of... Because it, it felt like he'd been gone for a while, the way everybody acted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even well, his, I mean, like... even Probably in a world like that, a year is a long time. Yeah. I mean, a year is a long time. Yeah. But because I, I just feel like he probably left... If I remember correctly, he left to get married. It wasn't like he was married and the worlds were getting in... Mm. Tangled with each other. He left because he wanted to have a life. Yeah, you know what I mean. And after a couple of years, his wife died. Because mm-hmm. like when in the first one, when he digs up that like emergency yeah. case, right? Yeah. That he, he yeah. buried underneath. Like, there's only like what three or four stacks of maybe ten gold pieces. Yeah, right. And right. And then now in the fourth one, people are pulling out just stockpiles and stockpiles, and yeah. it's like, well, in the first one. He gave some dude a single gold coin, coin, and they're like, yo, I'll fucking clean up these eight bodies that you just have. Right. Now they're fucking exchanging, you know, yeah. these large amount of coins, and that's acting like it's nothing. Right. So I'm just confused on how yeah. that worked. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just yeah. seems a little messy. So now you're saying the world's not as coherent as you'd like it to be? No, I'm saying that I find it more interesting, but I just want to. I feel like more clarity on that. More clear, yeah, because like from the first one to the fourth one, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of jumping around yeah. with John's character. Yeah, inconsistency. Yeah, and so I feel like it's cool. I just want yeah. more consistency, and I feel like the tracker would be such a beautiful segue into yeah, that because the tracker also feels he's like not, he's an outsider, right? Well, he's not part of the continental. Yeah, right. So like the, tra- I mean, and it could be a full blown like you start when the tracker. You know his backstory of like, okay, how did yeah. he get into You're this? like a Lion King one and a half, right? You, you know? know, show him, show his side of John Wick four, right? You know, and so his introduction to everything as yeah. far as like understanding the currency, the continental rules, everything yeah. like that, why they're in place, yeah. and how the cops are handled, like affected by it. Yeah. And so, I think that'd be a really cool opportunity. And plus, the tracker's so fucking dope, dude. That yeah. fucking his vest that he pulls out from yeah. the backpack. And- yeah, just yeah, pulls a fucking bulletproof mm-hmm. vest up over his head out of the backpack, and his backpack with the pistol in it ba- got a shield on it. Yeah, god damn, that was so fucking cool. And his fucking lever action rifle, mm-hmm. and it was a Spitfire because yeah. he'd shoot it and you'd see the flames. Well, no, that was in that same building, but the guys that John was fighting had the oh, oh, had oh, the incendiary ammo. Yeah, yeah he had a, a short, like, sawed off oh, that's lever right. action rifle. It, you know? Yeah. Fuck. He's got his dog. Yep. Which again, like, <laughs> this all stems from a dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I get, I, I get it. The moral right. is it's deeper than the dog, right? Right. But yeah. It's like what are we doing? Doing an awful lot here. Yeah. I bet you if he if it was up to him, he. But again, you know, you saying like, I get it. It's deeper than a dog. I think that's a flaw of the characters of the movies. Yes. Especially John, where like you were saying, it's a pro and I think it's a con is like, because in, well, he in, is mysterious, but it becomes a con because we've seen four films and I still feel like I don't know anything about him. Right. Except and for his wife. Dead. Yeah. All I know is that his wife died and they he had killed a, his dog. Right. And I guess like, as you we go learn on, a little bit about him being like a, adopted by the family there. And, um, was it Belgium? Yeah. 
with the uh or was it just in berlin was he just in germany there it, it might just been germany yeah i can't remember off the top of my head but yeah like that uh martial art group yeah. disguised as dancers because they all did like ballet yeah, well because he goes to that lady sitting in the auditorium well, that's in the third one he goes to, to the ballerina but i'm talking about in the fourth one he has to go to his family to get them to punch his card for him John? Yes. Oh, yeah, but they're not. Yeah, his adopted family. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like we learn a yeah. little bit there, but not, not enough to like. First of all, it didn't stick. Obviously, no. You know what I mean? We're like, first as, of all, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you're like, as, oh yeah, as goofy. But like, and so like, yeah, there's some other things that we learn about too. Is like. Because, like, to shut down the theory of, like, this all started from a dog, it's like, yes, but... But it's because it's the wife, that, it's the no. dog that his wife got for him. Not even that, to the point of the... I can't remember his name, but the guy from the second one who came back and was like, yeah, I got your blood oath. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's really what kicked it off, because he right. killed him, and then that was that, right? Yeah. And then that was just how it ended. Yeah. And then with the second one, that yeah. come, you know, killing... Him and then or killing his ground, sister, yeah. yeah, you know, and then him having to kill him and then to kill him on Continental Grounds, yeah, for it to be excommunicated. But then that be determined not until midnight of the following or the, that night because he yeah. deemed it to be, and then the high table <laughs> yeah, gets involved, yeah. and then he, you know, they yeah. somehow hold the the fortress down, and then <laughs> yeah. Winston betrays him, yeah, and, and then. then yeah. <laughs> And then since they betrayed him, he's come back on revenge to yeah. kill everyone. And then we see Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. We face the problem that I know we've talked about earlier is it feels like a, this happened. And, and then, then this happens. happens. Instead of this happened because this happened because. So then this happens. Right. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I feel like the world would be a whole lot more interesting than John. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Which one you got? Uh, <laughs> take a weird turn here. The road. Oh, yeah. Because it is a pretty, um, it's a pretty depressing world. Where yeah. like, it's not some actiony apocalypse. It's just like, probably nuclear war. Fucking two year old drink my Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> You're either fucking tearing it up too. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seeing your fucking cheeks pucker in where. You're... So the road. Yeah, the road is a very depressing. Like, <laughs> it was probably nuclear war, mm-hmm. and it's just there's no life other than like the few people that are left. And it is this weird thing of like you do they do run into people periodically, mm-hmm. and like most of them aren't good. Yeah, you know because that's I mean that's the whole moral challenge of the book is like how do you maintain being good in a world like this. And so, you know, the dad's trying to tell his son, like, you know, we're different because we're the good guys and we're going to carry the, the light, is how he tells him. And I want to see somebody else's story in, like, a totally different part of the world, you know, because it's in, like, the southern, eastern, the southeastern side of the United States, where, like, they're just trying to get to the southern coast. Like what, Florida? I think they make it down to, like, the Georgia area. Okay. Um, but, I mean, even... even even still, I mean, it's all just, it's cold. It's nuclear winter. All right. Um, and like, 
it's not fallout you know what i mean Mm -mm. it is a very like yeah this is what it's the you know with a whimper not with a bang you know where you're like the last vestiges of humanity are all just cannibalizing each other literally and figuratively Mm -hmm. you know and uh i would like to see more in that world because like you get hints at groups existing right we're like and that's literally what i was thinking i was like i would like to see it on both ends of more of how empty yeah and like for someone who is is, is just like there's nothing out here, man like, right what how are we gonna fucking and like i guess that one does focus a bit more on the road of like that like are we is this all for not like are right. we walking for nothing that's it is very bleak in that way and in, so, like you do ask like because, like, they kind of set this goal in their head of, like, we're going to get to the southern coast because it'll probably be warmer there. Mm-hmm. Is just the, the thought, yeah. right? Makes then, sense, right? As yeah. someone on their feet of, we have nothing, it's cold, let's try to go south. Yeah, and so they do, and then it's still cold, cold you know, because the world is dead. And then it's like, and Dad's dying, you know, where he's coughing blood up the mm-hmm. whole time and presumably has cancer from the radiation of the bombs and you know it's like (laughs) this is just bleak as fuck yeah and like dad dies Mm -hmm. you know and then the boy gets picked up by like a family that's been tailing them you know and so you're like okay there's hope there right right? which is a very strange thing in this book of like hope hope, you know (laughs) boys it's the soul yeah well because you know, like I told you, at one point, the the man, that's the thing, the, they're just called the man and the boy. Mm-hmm. The man tells his son, like, I got to go up over this hill and check yeah, this out. someone comes and... And hands him a pistol mm-hmm. with, like, three bullets in it and tells him, like... How do you do it? How do you do it? And the boy demonstrates how to shoot himself in the head. And that's like, good, good. Yeah, good yeah. job. You're like, oh, my God. And this boy's, like, 10, mm-hmm. you know, if that. And you're like, this is tough. But... But on the flip side of that, I'm curious to see the aspect of someone being like, okay, here is a, a large sign of hope. Yeah. And then, like, maybe some of the struggles of that of, like, yeah. man, are we even able? Yeah. I and mean, we have the tools here in front of us, but, like, the way that humanity is just currently sitting, <clears throat> is that something that's just gone, gone for us? Like, there's no, like, we just can't rebuild what, you yeah. know, after everything we've lost. It's yeah, just well, not going to be the same. And because it is, again, to make it bleak, it is that world where, like, is there even a point in trying? Or yeah, it's like you know, even if we do, it's not like we're growing crops. Like right. we're all fighting yeah. to struggle. Like yeah. it is just a point of we got to fucking worry about mouths to feed for a very limited supply of food and water. Right. Yeah, we're feeding mouths with nothing. Yeah. So how can we keep order? Yeah, yeah, it, it, and so like you do meet somebody in a, in the book that is what made me think of like okay, there are other people out there with potentially more organized groups of some form where they meet a guy who's had all the hands or all the fingers on one hand um, cut off and cauterized down to the palm. Mm -hmm. And he was like the dad's, you know, as the uh, narrator knows that that guy was pit was a slave for some group. And that that's what they do to keep them from fighting back. Oh, wow. And so like, there's something out there that that's like organized enough that they've got, slave labor and right. things like that. Yeah. And so there is a civilization of some kind out there. And, um, and this guy got away somehow. Right. You know? And so that's interesting to me. Um, yeah. They, maybe that'd be cool to learn a story about them. Like how yeah. the fuck do you get out of that? Yeah. Right? Tell me about this guy who, mm. you know, cause again, it could kind of keep with the, 
and again, all of this to say, Cormac, Cormac McCarthy is dead. He passed away. Yeah. And so, like, he's not going to write a sequel to The Road. Mm-hmm. And also, The Road does not need a sequel. We could. <laughs> yes. We'll get, we'll get a hold of his uh, widow. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we, who have never written a book, would really love to write a sequel to your husband, your your recently deceased, deceased husband's husband, the very road. acclaimed book, The Road. <laughs> it's mandatory reading in a lot of schools. Could we write a sequel to that? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, my, I, excellent. Perfect. And then we just write. We just go 80 20. <laughs> Us 80, you 20. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, to see that guy's, you could keep it bleak in a way. We're like, you know, the father's story was bleak because he's dying and trying to figure out how to raise a son mm-hmm. in a world that does not condone being a good person. Right. This guy's story could, could be bleak because how do you main hope, maintain hopeful? In a hopeless world. While you're a slave. Yeah. In a world that's dead. You know what I mean? You're like, my God. But he obviously had some sort of hope and motivation because he escaped. Mm-hmm. And like he steals their gear. The, or what the about, man and the boy. What do you think Europe's side would be? Right. Well, and that's another thing. It should be another geographic location, mm-hmm. too. It would be interesting. Um, who's the world who you know, started it? Or who's the country who started it? How are yeah. they being affected by now, it? Now, I don't know if I want that. No. I don't think... Because... Part of it is, I guess you don't need to know. You don't really. You That's don't not know. important. And also, it's something for the characters. Like, not. I don't really know. Like, what happened? Because if nuclear war breaks out, it's usually you know on paper, it's like a couple minute decision window, mm-hmm. where they wouldn't have time to go. The Russians launched nukes. We're going to respond in kind. They would just respond in kind, and then right. the world's blown up, and you don't really know what's going what on, what happened, or why. Yeah. You know. And in the movie that they did of it with um, Viggo Mortensen, it seems like the bombs start dropping in the middle of the night, too. Mm. And so it's like a 3 a.m. thing for right. some people where, like, but I don't know. We just woke up to the world ending. <laughs> but, yeah. So I think uh, the road would be a really interesting world to explore in a deeply depressing way. <laughs> where It's like, yeah. how can I see something else that's bleak in this world? <laughs> that's the thing is, like, it's a more realistic way of, like, what if? Yeah. And I think that's what yeah. scratches the brain. Yeah. And it does. It scratches the itch because it makes it much more what would I do? Yeah. You know, it manages to be a very human. I don't know. Like whenever, like it helps me see through the keyhole. Yeah. You know, it just opens that up a bit. Yeah. To kind of be able to like put that in my perspective of like, okay, how would I like if God, now I know the chances are low, but if I were to survive, I know I'd probably become a sex slave. (laughs) Yeah. I'm having to shake some ass. I mean, come on. Yeah. I shake ass for work now. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. why wouldn't I do it in post-apocalypse? Yeah, for your life. <laughs> Think about uh, Channing Tatum. I'm betting my bottom. <laughs> I am betting my bottom dollar. <laughs> You're betting your bottom. <laughs> He's like, you see that shit? I slide in that whenever I want. <laughs> Talking about Channing Tatum and just assless chaps. Yeah. You see that? Slide in that whenever I want. He's just in a fucking gimp suit on a leash. <laughs> yeah. Um. But one that's a lot like the road that I think would be cool, and I think we've talked about it before too, is mm-hmm. the mist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like all the monsters that we start to see and stuff yeah. like that, like just how like I would love to see, basically fucking um, Bill from The Last of Us. Yeah. But right. With the mist, where someone's just like, we're gonna fucking take these out because mm-hmm. I mean it, it goes to show you can kill them. Sure. Right. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta have the tools for it. Right. You know, and so like I want to see somebody who maybe even on like the military side. Like, mm-hmm. right where they have the tools, yeah. but it's just like, just because you have the tools doesn't mean it 
it's works. easy. Yeah, or yeah, that it's like the fix all. All right, and so because also there are some giant monsters. Yeah, out what's there. that one with the looks they, like an elephant of sort? Or, you know, they massive. claimed it to be the one with the tentacles coming yeah. down underneath yeah. the garage. Was that one that was standing so high up? Yeah, and just towering over you, and you just see the tentacles basically like on the bottom chest of it. Yeah. But so, yeah. And so, you're like, how does the military kill that thing? Like, is that an airstrike? You got to right. throw a nuke at that thing? Like, <laughs> right. how? Yeah. What, what do you, you do? Yeah. Um, so, that that concept would be super cool be, just because. Do you have more or would this be your last one? Uh, I think it's probably my last one. All right, good, because you made me think of my last one. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, with that one, it's just, it's a cool concept because we got to see how people would react. Yeah. But we didn't, like, I guess that's the thing is, like, throughout all of a yeah, movie about a mon- cult in a grocery store. Yeah, a movie <laughs> about monsters. It's not really about the monsters. No, it generally is how we react it has, to that. Yeah, and so that's always cool. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I want to see the monsters. Yeah. Right? Because it is see- that. What's the quote of, like, you know, be careful, you know, when fighting monsters, lest you become one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Die. <laughs> what is it? Die live long enough to yeah die a hero live, live long, long enough to see yourself become, become the villain. villain that's the thing though is like if you're just start off as the villain you're fucking scot free you're, you're, you're solid a hero would sacrifice one person I'm not crazy for, I'm just ahead of the curve a hero would sacrifice one person for the world while a villain would sacrifice the world for one person one person's you baby <laughs> that's actually stop it the <laughs> <I'm> joker <laughs> 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 sucking it in as much as I can and I'm still morbidly obese just <laughs> I'd go to hide in the fridge and I just fucking do not fit so I think it'd be interesting to see uh, just some more of the different monsters see you know obviously that guy would probably die you yep. know whoever yeah, right. decided to I want to fight him but also like I would be interested to know how the military fought the yeah. fog. Like, I, don't the think, yeah, I don't think it's a bad... Is that something that just it went away? Right, yeah. And or they're like, all right, well, stay? let's go through and clean. It seems like it's going away. Let's move through behind it and clean up. Yeah. You know. What caused it? Right. Yeah, because it seems to be extra dimensional. Mm-hmm. But like the fog rolled in from some other dimension and these monsters came with it. Mm-hmm. But then it just disappeared again. Was there a wormhole? Right. Yeah. What about you? What's your last one? Yeah. Uh, Cloverfield, but oh yeah, not. I want like a Cloverfield too. You know what I mean? Mm. Not Ten Cloverfield Lane, and though to be fair, I want to see the follow up to Ten Cloverfield Lane, where like the end of that movie is she's gonna go help fight the aliens. Help fight them? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, she... she's like she's got the crossroads, you mm-hmm. know, and she can either go home, or when she looks to the left, she sees like the city, and you can see alien spaceships above the city. And she like fucking pops a left and goes towards the city, and so you know, I'm like, oh, are they gonna do a sequel to this? Yeah, how did they end up killing the aliens? Uh, she throws a Molotov cocktail into its fucking mouth. That's right, because the gas that, that that it spits out is flammable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, fucking in that one, what's his name? John Goodman was John right. John Goodman was right. He wasn't yeah. wrong. Yeah, but Cloverfield, that's a good one. Of mm-hmm. like, okay, like OG Cloverfield. With the big monster. With the big monster. And uh, T.J. Miller. Uh-huh. And, yeah, he gets bit in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, at the end, it's just the main guy and his girlfriend hiding out under a bridge when the bombs are dropping. Yep. And, like, in the post-credits, again, this is a movie that, like, requires a tinfoil hat because there was so much ARG stuff outside yeah. of it. Um, where most of the world of that movie is told through the internet and not the stuff that they show you in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
But like at the end of the movie, the credits, um, you hear him say, like, you hear him say, it's still alive, it's still alive. And uh, and so you're like, oh my god, did that monster survive a nuclear strike? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, well, it wasn't a nuclear strike. Was... Uh, so I think it was firebombing. Firebombing. Yeah, they basically napalmed New York City, and then it's potentially still alive. Still alive. Um, Which makes the connection in the what was it the 2020 version? Oh yeah, fucking uh, Cloverfield Paradox, which was bad. That which, was a bad movie. Which really sucks because that's how I remember seeing Par- or Cloverfield way when I was little. Yeah, I mean, and I think, think I was 2008. Yeah, I think I was a little too young to understand yeah. it. Like I remember going, "This is a scary fucking movie." Like, yeah, I, right. Because I remember especially down a, on the fucking subway with that's, the parasites. I would say that's the part I saw as a kid that, that remember like <laughs> yeah. really sticking out to me. I was like. This just is like we the guys. Yeah, and I just remember like we got to turn like I can't watch this. Yeah, this is tough. Yeah, I think we watched. And then the fucking girl explodes from the bite. I don't remember that part thankfully as as, as a kid. Yeah, but because I, I mean I was, I was like we got to turn yeah. this off. I can't watch it. And yeah. I think we ended up watching like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, whoo, oh, <laughs> cinema safe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back into it now, um, I. I started with the Cloverfield Paradox. Tough. Which yeah. really sucked because throughout the, throughout the film, truly, I wasn't like, this is bad. Yeah. Like, I, I understood the concept, and I was like, okay, yeah. this is pretty cool. Yeah. But then the ending, I was just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. That was tough. Real rough. But we see that same monster, supposedly, that yeah. was in the first Cloverfield. Well, so one of the theories, because so J.J. Abrams talked about it's he kind of did a jk rowling thing where he kept adding to the story after the fact in interviews Mm -hmm. you know but to him he said he thought of the monster to him the monster in the movie the original movie was a baby looking for its mother and so it's panicking and basically having a tantrum and freaking out so the theory is that the monster in cloverfield paradox is the mother because it's so tall that it's like in the clouds clouds. Yeah. yeah And so the theory is like, that's mom. Because, you know, in the Cloverfield Paradox, when the thing goes off, everybody in the universe gets all moved around where, like, they get sent to the wrong mm-hmm. universe and all that. And maybe mom and the baby got separated. Baby got sent to our world, which is why it just kind of shows up, mm-hmm. freaking out. Um, potentially the aliens were sent to Earth in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Because the idea was that they're going to make it a shared universe type of thing. And so then, you know, Cloverfield Paradox is actually the movie that makes all of these things happen. Right, the right? Cloverfield Paradox is the first one. Yeah, yeah, chronologically, it's the inciting that action. starts. Yeah, and there were a lot of movies, because originally Cloverfield was going to be an anthology, I say originally, when they were like, there's actual potential here. Mm-hmm. They were like, what if we just buy a bunch of scripts that aren't getting made and slap the Cloverfield name on it and tweak the scripts around a little bit to make it like an anthology series yeah. of like, which is how 10 Cloverfield Lane comes about. And it's where you're like, okay, this is different, mm-hmm. but it's got that weird vibe to it of like right. monsters and sci-fi and things like that. Did you ever watch Overlord? Mm-mm. That's a pretty good one with um, not Kurt Russell, but his son, Wyatt Russell, mm-hmm. where like the Nazis are raising the dead mm-hmm. and like making super soldier zombies. Um, and it was just called Overlord, which is like the D-Day sure. invasion. And one of the theories was that at one point it was going to be called Operation Cloverfield instead of Operation Overlord. Mm -hmm. And that they would tie that in. And there was a bunch of movies that were like, maybe this could be a Cloverfield movie. Allegedly, at one point, um, A Quiet Place was talked about as becoming a Cloverfield movie. Um, But I think it's good that it's not. I haven't seen the second one. Heard it wasn't as good. You didn't see that? You saw the second one in theaters. Quiet Place 2? Yeah. Mm -mm. Never seen the second one. Hmm. Morgan, I enjoyed it. 
Really? Yeah, got yeah, Mr. Killian Murphy in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I really wanted to see. Then I heard it wasn't good, so I was like, I won't waste my time. No, like I, I like the thought of it, so yeah, I don't want to watch no, it's it. Good. It's good. I can give it a poke. Yeah, yeah peep that. But uh, but yeah, so I do think that Cloverfield. I want to see what happened. Like, is that monster still kicking? Yeah, what's going on? And like, if, kill it, like, like yeah, I mean, if they couldn't kill it, like, oh man, what's that? Or like, even even still, if they did kill it, what does the world look like after that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where does the world like, just go? So a monster came out of the ocean and killed New York City. Not even maybe. Yeah. Right. Just like the monster just appeared. appeared. Right. Well, I mean, it did come out of the ocean, but did it just drop into the ocean? Mm-hmm. You know, because you know it came out of the ocean, and took the Statue of Liberty and all that down. Well. But. uh yeah, Cloverfield's got a real, real big spot in my heart. I mean, I like the Cloverfield. Yeah, I like Cloverfield. Cloverfield Lane was good. Mm-hmm. Cloverfield Paradox wasn't it? Wasn't that very good? No. I like the characters and like it was like the con again yeah. like the concept was cool. Yeah, there's something. I there. truly think soon as it like, soon as the climax hit and it was the falling action, it just tanked hard. hard. Yeah, hard like the whole. What was it? The Russian guy with the. Uh, yeah. gyroscope in that him. whole thing I loved and yeah. like his eye was was like tweaking and stuff yeah. like that and like just like the kind of fucking around with him yeah. I thought it was so cool Yeah. and then the the Irish guy with his hand yeah eh. um the American uh the woman yeah the main character with the yeah I can't remember her name mm-hmm. I thought it was cool with her family and like yeah. being able having the option of being able to go back yeah right and if she did that she would never know that there was a monster. Like she really just fumbled the bag, <laughs> like yeah. the fumbled the bag on yeah, it. Yeah, hard. You know. Yeah. But if that was me and I had that option, I'd be in there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like yeah, I could live with that, no yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> Not the same then. Sure looks like it. Yeah. And like the part that I had, the really big problem I have with that movie is you can tell, you can feel what was added to make it Cloverfield. Yeah. Where they were like, all right, we really gotta. People were kind of mad that Ten Cloverfield Lane wasn't a sequel. So we're going to put some more into this to make people go, ooh, Cloverfield Monster. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're going to film, very obviously film the husband down on Earth, but not show the monster that he's like yeah. running from while things are falling and apart. And the only clip that you see is that awful CGI. Terrible CGI. Monster. Of a, I would argue, too big monster. Yeah, his head's sticking out of the clouds. Where you're like, uh, if, you're, if you're looking at this thing, you can't see the entirety of it. Yeah. Like you're going to be able to see up to his tits. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. And it's just like, with something that big, it's like, how is that not, as you're moving, as that monster's moving, he's just clearing clouds. And right. you're just, destro- like, each step he's destroying, destroying the earth. Yeah. yeah you know, like, destroying there's no, whole air, like, towns. Yeah, and, there's just you know. no way. Yeah, it just it's, stops being an interesting threat because you don't even ask how do you kill that right you just, any you any way that they kill it would feel unrealistic yeah. knowing what the baby was doing yeah you know so i don't know yeah they made it too big as like a it felt like a you know what would be really scary is if it was bigger you know what i mean yeah it was like a million star destroyers in the sky <laughs> and i'm gonna strike them with lightning at the end of rise yeah. of skywalker mm. where they're like you know I'll tell you what what if we attached a gun to a star destroyer that made it basically a death star and then there were a thousand of them. And you're like, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Less is more, my man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, what you been thinking about, Chris? Honestly, that. Yeah. Like everything we're just talking about. Like, I'm just digging deep into it. Yeah. You know, um, forgot a cryptid this week. Yeah. But it's been a busy week, so. Yeah. 
the best you got. I, mean, but I don't know. I thought we were digging pretty deep into everything, kind of spitballing around. Yeah. So, what about you? Shitballing, you know. I've been thinking about The Sims. I've been playing that yeah. a lot. We've been playing Lethal Company. Yep. A lot, which is pretty fun. We got your dad into it and stuff. So. Yep. Into it's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, we, we got had, your we dad got him to play it. To play three, four rounds, and he yeah. was very quiet about it. So. Yep. Your silence was loud, Jim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the silence heard round world. Yeah. But, you know, so we just uh doing all that and just working a whole bunch with the holiday around and stuff, working in sales. Is, yeah, so your retail sales. I so. mean, there's literally basically 9.30 a.m. to 8.30 at night. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I've been talking to my boss about it, and she kind of raised an eyebrow because I was just like, do you want me to come in 9.30 day, like every yeah. day? Like, yeah. and she was like, well, why? And I was like... I'm, if not, Basically I'm working like ten to eight, and it's like yeah. I might as well. Yeah, it's not that much of a difference. Come in earlier, get the extra break, and make more money doing right. it. Right? Yeah, exactly. And so, just been doing a whole lot of that, but just on that grind. <laughs> what about you, baby? What you been up to? What you been thinking about? Morgan and I have been re-recording, not re-recording. We've gotten back to recording uh, a couple of creeps podcast. Couple of creeps. Couple of creeps. So, uh, when's uh, one of those out? Uh, they come out on Sunday mornings. Okay. Um, the episode that we released this week, this past Sunday, was about the Wendigo. Oh, yeah. And last week's episode was about a woman whose name I cannot remember, uh, who was the first woman in Australia sentenced to life in prison. Okay. Which for them is a big deal. You know, they don't Macaulay do, they don't do the Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't do the death sentence. But no, she killed her husband in a pretty brutal fashion. Bingo. And uh, if you want the gruesome deets on that, you'll have to listen Good to check it. Good checking out, Because yeah. I'll tell you. I like the thing that I enjoy about that podcast is I basically get to just show up uh-huh. and like just all right, what are you gonna tell me? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, because also true crime isn't my jam. Mm-mm. You know, so when she finds one that makes me go, oh my god, <laughs> it's always a good time. Uh, and th- that was one of them where like, okay, so this girl's crazy. This yeah. one's crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she is that. I'm glad That's, they gave her license yeah. in prison. Like if she was in the states, they'd have executed her. Um, yeah, she was a real monster, but uh, you should listen to that one because yeah. it's <laughs> pretty fucked up. Yeah, but yeah. And then the Wendigo, yeah, it was this past week. We've we've done a few. Uh, we took a kind of a little summer a little hiatus, hiatus. Um, and so we're back into it. And she enjoys doing it. and I enjoy doing it with her. So that's all I do. Yeah, take a peek at that one. Yeah, check it out. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, sure. If you enjoyed it, make sure you give us five stars, like and review, and all that good such on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure that you're liking, following, subscribing on that audio streaming service of choice that we get notified when we post on uh, Wednesdays mm-hmm. uh, every week. Uh, what's, uh, what is a, a world that you really enjoyed when you were reading about it, you know, watching it, playing it, and you're like, fuck, if they gave me more of this world, yeah, you know, or a world that you find yourself thinking about a lot, and you're like, what if there was another story Just there? something else going on. Like yeah. There, you know. Uh, you know, when and I think that's a, a testament is when there's a world that you know that there's other things happening in it mm-hmm. and you want to see what those things are. Yeah, I always feel like those are the gold mines, uh, just yeah. the hidden gold mines. Yeah, when the, the world is strong enough to sustain a story. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'll, doesn't involve the main character. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, if you've got something like that that occupies your mind, let us know. Mm-hmm. How, how, would they, uh, how would they get in touch with us? Yeah. Tell us. You can always uh, send us an email at simplywellmailbag at gmail.com. You, know, you can check out our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Simply Well Podcast. Or you can always check out our Twitter, too. Our Twitter handle is walled underscore simply. That's right. Yeah. And uh, next week, I don't know. Uh, we haven't planned out that far, actually. St- I would like to see Napoleon. I do still want to see Napoleon. Um Hopefully next week we can just get something to work out maybe a little better. Yeah, but I do also feel like 
there's something coming up. You'll have to check. Yeah, we'll have to look into it and see. So tentatively Napoleon, unless there's a glaring thing that's yeah. coming out that's like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, uh, I think that's the episode, Chris. Tell everybody bye. Bye.